2: In the spirit of reconciliation, the Swapcast acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respect to the elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torrent Strait Islander peoples today. We're talking again. Welcome to the Swapcast Podcast, the world's only podcast dedicated to body swap movies. I'm your host, Paul Mitzi, and with me we have...
3: Lucy Thomas.
2: And... Brendan Levy. So on our main show, each of us will always recommend a piece of media that is tenuously linked with the film we review on that episode. So now we have forced one of our co-hosts to watch one of our recommendations. So today we'll be looking at the horny coming-of-age comedy, Yes God Yes, the Richard Linklater Animator stoner trip, Waking Life and the cult classic 90s animated series, Mission Hill. But before we get into that, just a reminder that we absolutely love hearing from our listeners and we welcome film suggestions for future episodes. So please reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram. Send us an email at gmail.com. And if you want to support our show, reviewing us is the best way possible. So to say thank you, if we reach 100 star ratings on iTunes and Spotify, we will finally fulfill our fans' most common request to review Face So, up first is Lucy. Mm. She was given the 2019 comedy Yes God Yes by me, who recommended it on our Soul episode. Yes God Yes stars Stranger Things' Natalie Dyer, who starts to feel conflicted about her budding sexuality and decides to go to a school's Christian retreat. But while she's there, she discovers that her pious friends and teachers may not be as innocent as they seem. So I recommended this one to Lucy because I thought it might be up her alley. She loves the show Pen 15 and this kind of, uh, shares similar DNA about like. Totally. T- teen girls coming of age it's set in the um year 2000 so it's got a lot of that 90s nostalgia and early 2000s nostalgia to it um and i know she likes stranger things and it stars one of the main characters of stranger things as well so i thought this was a pretty safe bet that she would enjoy this one um so lucy was i right
3: Yeah, I thought it was great. It was a really good recommendation. Thank you. And, you know, like, it totally slipped under the radar for me. I didn't hear about it or anything. So, um, I'm glad I got the opportunity to watch it.
2: This film isn't available to watch anywhere in Australia. We kind of had to be a bit sneaky about it. (laughs) Um, And I just don't understand why because it's, like, there's so much that it could be sold on, especially now that the world's in, like, Stranger Things fever.
3: Yeah.
1: Do you know who's- distribution is with like i feel like netflix would be someone who just pick it up because it's got you know their star child in it
2: yeah i i don't know somebody's really dropped the ball with this one Mm. Um,
1: and i say star child is she like 30 or something i don't know (laughs) (laughs) yeah
2: i don't know how old she is um But uh, are you guys, like, Nancy fans on on Stranger Things?
3: Um, Um, She's not my fave, but (laughs) um, I definitely love Stranger Things, so it was cool to see someone from that universe.
1: Can I just say her her, um, clothes and haircut choice in the latest season was awful. (laughs)
2: Yes. (laughs) Like, compared to how she looked at the beginning, like, I don't know what they're doing with her.
1: Yeah, I much prefer her with, like, it pulled back or, like, it's just that weird, like, mum perm thing. Dude, I have
3: a feeling (laughs) that every character in Stranger Things, like, that, none of them have any control over that, and they all (laughs) hate Hate it. it. (laughs) Like, I saw this thing about the hairstylist who, in the break- they were all supposed to grow their hair so that they mm-hmm. can make their 80s styles and, like, all the kids came back and none of them had done it. And <laughs> they had to um give uh, Will extensions. This wasn't for this season, yeah. but the one before. They had to give Will extensions so they could give him that full-on, like, leave it to be, the kind of bowl cut thing. And, like, <laughs> he's in the chair getting it done and he looks so... So upset. Miserable? Yeah. yeah, he's
2: he's on record that he fucking hates that haircut. Yeah, he hates it, and like it yeah. is ridiculous that anyone would have that haircut.
1: Yeah, like he's grown up so much. Like you don't have to have the same haircut from when you were a little boy stuck in the other world. <laughs>
2: Especially now that we know he's gay. Like, just <laughs> have some self-respect. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was like, what does that mean?
2: <laughs> um, so. Brendan, I kind of suggested that you should watch this one as well. Did you get around to it?
1: I didn't. Uh, I well, was really I had to watch that- this. I got stuck on watching all of uh, Mission Zombies? Hill. Oh. Yeah. Uh, and Zombies 3, yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I rewatched this film. Second viewing, I enjoyed it just as much as the first. I don't know uh, about your upbringing, Lucy. Did you go to Catholic school at all, or...?
3: Uh, no, I was, like, very public school, but, like, definitely uh, uh, from, like, a religious-ish family. Um yeah. But it was never this stifled. Um, yeah. At all. And, um, yeah, it just is so upsetting to see, like, the damage that that sort of, like, that sort of yeah. upbringing can do.
2: Yeah.
3: And it's funny, I, I don't feel very well, and yeah. so I didn't take many notes. And truly, yeah. all I wrote was, good for you, girl. Um, yeah, so I thought it was done in quite a tasteful way.
0: Um, Yeah,
2: like, I I found it very relatable. I hmm. grew up in a very religious household and went to Catholic school, and, uh, one year of of school, uh, one of my friends took me to one of these Christian camps that's depicted in the film, and it's, this film is scarily accurate, um just the vibe of it the details of it that um it just gets so much right mm. there's like a um there's one sequence of the film there's another character played by one one of the actresses from um 13 reasons why and she's uh doing like a speech about like her traumatic ch- experience with her family or whatever and she uh pairs her speech with like a current pop song and then, um, writes out all the lyrics of the pop song and hands them out to everyone <laughs> in the class so they can read the, the like inane lyrics of the pop song as she's talking her speech. And it just like felt like such a specific and real and stupid moment that yeah. I could imagine 100% happening at one of these camps. <laughs> um, yeah. And, but yeah, as you said, like you just feel like good on you, girl. Cause it's about like, this girl, she's just like discovering her sexuality, discovering who she is, and everything in this Catholic doctrine is kind of like in opposition of that. And it's mm. her kind of finding her way to go, oh hey, wait a second, like religion is bullshit and all of this is bullshit, and like I can be who I want to be and feel the things I'm feeling. And I'm and still not a good feel person. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. And maybe it's all these pious people that are actually all hypocrites that and are. And I the love bad I love
3: that she did have that like, those moments of being like, you're such a hypocrite and you're all pervs. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's good. Go, Nancy.
2: Any film that has a triumphant character moment that involves jerking off with a back massager to the sex scene in Titanic has my (laughs) thumbs up of approval. (laughs) (laughs) I feel
1: Um, like that's actually, like, one of the reasons I was hesitant to watch it as well is because it's like, it sounds like it's a a sexual awakening, coming-of-age story about, a, a, like, a young woman or, a, like, a teenager. And it just feels a bit weird for me to but, be watching that.
2: But it ne- it's never gross. Like, I think, Lucy, you can it's back me up on this. It's done it, tastefully. It's mm. tastefully done. Like, you don't feel gross. It wasn't playing
1: it. on SBS in, the like, the year 2000.
2: <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, it's very tame.
3: I just Um, loved as well that it was set when it was and she had that Nokia phone. I had that exact phone, same cover, same colour, and she's like playing (laughs) Snake on the bus. Yeah, you know, when something just like (laughs) totally takes you back. It was amazing. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And there's like such amazing needle drops as well, like Mandy Moore's candy. Yeah. And yeah. It's just, oh, so good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really want more people to discover this film. Yeah. I feel like it really needs to be discovered. It needs to be dumped on Netflix mm. for people to like actually pay attention to it. Yeah. So,
3: um,
2: any, anybody from Netflix listening, you know, get on. I, I assume <laughs> they do. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Did you think this was better than Soul? <laughs>
3: Ooh, I, I really, pardon me, I really liked Soul, but I, m- probably, yeah, maybe. They're both great. Oh, wow. They were both great. Yeah. M- maybe not better, but equally as good <laughs> in a totally different genre. <laughs>
2: yeah, they're very hard films to- dis- To, to uh, compare. Uh, compare yeah. To compare with each other.
1: But well, uh, they're both a- about, they've got a religious aspect, like a- Yeah, well, know. that's
2: that was my connection when I recommended it on the Soul mm. episode. So ah, good connection. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) but uh, I I would say, personally, I think Soul is a better movie overall, but I would definitely highly recommend this one as well. Mm -hmm. Next up is Brendan. He was given the 2001 rotoscoped animated film Waking Life by Lucy, who also recommended it on our Soul episode. In the film, directed by Richard Linklater and starring Ethan Hawke, a man shuffles through a dream, meeting various people and discussing the meanings and purposes of the universe. So, Lucy, why did you recommend this to Brendan?
3: Um, I just thought maybe it'd be something that he would like, animation and meaning of life and-
1: Pontificating. E-
3: existential <laughs> stuff. I mean, I know maybe it could be viewed as as that, but um, I definitely saw it when I was like, you know, 20 years old or something like that, and I thought it was very cool and yeah- I just thought, give it a go. So,
2: what, what, Brendan, you think, Brendan, what did you think?
1: Like, I really did not like this film to start with. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> like, I, I reckon you're just so used to sitting down with a film and you're like you're expecting a narrative and stuff like that. Um, but as I, I sort of sat in it, I started to really like. I think, I think once I was like through the part where it's like, oh, this is more like an art installation. <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, I, if I went to an art gallery and this was going, I'd sit down and I'd watch the whole thing. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah, I feel that.
1: Whereas like, I was just trying to connect dots and I'm like, oh, and I? And, and once, and I think I got really irritated because I'm trying to like figure out where this is going and it's not that sort of thing. And then once I sort of let go of that, I found myself enjoying it a lot more. Mm. So, like, there's definitely – so, like, for people who haven't watched it, like, the entire um, art style is uh, basically rotoscoped, which is where they draw over the top of real footage um, and artistic ways to sort of make it look like animation. But you still have that, like, real life motion and stuff. But it kind
3: of changed, didn't it? Like, there was sometimes when the style was quite abstract.
1: Yeah. And so, the the style also continues to – to sort of warp constantly so there's never like this like moment of stillness it's always like amorphizing and the the background even is like is like swirling and it's in and it's it can be very like disorientating Hmm. i think a lot like reading a lot of reviews of other people and stuff there's like this constant like you know mention of like being a stoner like this is something you should watch on on like mushrooms or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, the whole thing is just people um I guess with different ideas or thoughts just wanting to like sit down and express them basically. That's mm. what it felt like. Mm. Do do you know much about uh, the background of how it came to be? Me? Yeah.
3: Um. So, not really, but I do know that Richard Linklater's first film, which I've also seen, is called Slacker. Have either of you seen that?
1: No. I, that was I
3: haven't actually seen it. Yeah. Kind of like his Clerks, I guess. You know, like that's the thing
1: know. that made him. Yeah, yeah,
3: and he won lots of awards, and he made it for no money, and all this stuff, and it's kind of like Waking Life, except it's not animated. Um, and it's just sort of um all these people floating around talking shit. Um, and maybe like one person will walk past another and then the camera will stay with that group of people, you know, like it kind of, it's the same sort of thing. It's like a loose thread. Um, and it's all these people just having all these conversations, like slacker, you know, uh, people that don't have jobs and whatever. And something from that movie- there's a guy who's crazy about cars and he's talking about all this crazy stuff about cars and then I'm pretty sure they lifted all that dialogue um, and put it in Dazed and Confused, you know, the way Matthew McConaughey says that crazy speech about car- like cars in that movie, he's got- and it's yeah. got all these slick lines, yeah, and it was the guy from that movie, um- so, I I don't know what the question was, but <laughs> something about so his, it, his-
1: So, Slackers was, like, the thing that sort of made yeah. him, and so he sort of continued that in a, a, a I guess, a bigger way in this one? Or- yeah,
3: and then he had some um different animation forays. I think he did the same kind of thing, that movie- um, Scanner scan. Darkly yeah. yeah And then also Something that I haven't seen I want to say Brother Bear But that's not what it is What is it? <laughs> it's something Bear ba- Bad News Bears?
2: Bad News Bears What's it Bad Sa- News Bears Was not an animated film Okay well yeah. I have
3: not seen it But I thought <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I got Brother Bear And Bad he, News He bear. did have it
2: He had a new one this year Apollo something or other um, Netf- uh, Might have been Netflix film That he's done again Like another rotoscope film
3: Okay, well, there you go. Yeah. So he kind of likes yeah. that stuff. And, you know, he also made um School of Rock, which we <laughs> watched with Otis this weekend. Otis was in and out, but he definitely got his little toy guitar and was like playing with Adrian and Adrian got his bass and it was the cutest thing in the world. So love Linklater.
2: Was, was that inspired by the uh, School of Rock picture book that I bought him for his birthday?
3: We do love it. <laughs>
1: Like he does have like a catalogue of some like good films, like
3: yeah, and I love the way, especially you know, twenty year old me watching this, um, watching Waking Life. You know, that's the movie we are talking about. Um, uh, it has the characters from Before Sunrise. Have yeah, in
1: bed together. Yeah, yeah.
3: Um, and their their kind of speech, I can't remember, but. Maybe she's like, maybe I'm just a flashback. You're, you, you know, you're on your deathbed. Yeah, it's like and- her.
1: She's thinking mm. she, she's like, I can't help but feel like I'm, I'm just the dream of, or yes. like the memories of my old self in the future reflecting yes. back on myself, kind of thing. And I
3: loved the way because I think at the time, if my, I'm remembering my dates correctly, there'd only been that first film, not the other two. Mm. Um, and it was kind of cool because it was like, oh, here's these two characters, like but you know they had this one night in paris and then you never find out what happens um i remember watching that and being like oh cool like they got together or whatever <laughs> um did have you seen those movies
1: I, I i know they're like like famous like must watch like cinema file films but I've, yeah. I've never watched them oh
3: i love them have you guys uh,
1: watched yeah. them yeah, I poem. love,
2: I love all three of them. Yeah. And I love a lot of Rich, Li- Richard Linklater's movies. Yeah. Like
3: Boyhood is him too, isn't it?
2: Yeah. Um, this movie that I fucking hate. Like, yeah. I watched it. it when I, it came I
3: was going to ask you, Paul, what you thought because, um, I know yeah. you don't really like movies that don't might really have a really strong narrative that it beats you over the head with. Do you yeah. like really this- like art <laughs> films.
1: This is really like reminiscent of that era, though. Like there was yeah. so, even Clerks is this to a certain extent. Mm, Clerks totally. definitely has a much a, f- a much stronger narrative, but mm. it just was like uh, let's screw like try to build some way that people just have these conversations. But I feel like at this time of cinema, indie films were people getting into rooms and having conversations about. Random shit.
3: And I think you have to pay Richard Linklater, like, credit. He has some big ideas, like, I think, Before Sunrise, Before Sunset, those films that, that you know, the same two people 11 years apart every time or whatever it is, and then Boyhood, that's, like, a crazy concept. So, I think, like, I like that he tries different things. And, you know, like I said, 20 years old and discovering, like, avant-garde and all this whatever, I- I, I really thought it was cool, something different, and good on him.
2: Yeah, I, I think like the before series is a film uh, is a trilogy of films of people having conversations, just walking and talking and having conversations. Yeah, and but I just feel like I connected with those characters <laughs> a lot more, and I and I was more interested in the conversations they were having. This kind of like philosophy, meaning of life stuff, just like. See, I, I hate. I hate. I, I would stuff. say
1: half of this is that, and then the other half is the part I really struggled with, which felt like, um, like more that element of like stoner platitudes, where it's like, like talking this big way but saying nothing. I found like there was this guy on the bridge, if you can remember that one, where he's like. Doing this like I am him and he is me, mm. and we. And I'm just like I have no idea what this guy's. Saying. <laughs> um,
3: I actually just had a weird um, revelation. Um, so I saw this movie when I was in high school because I definitely like. Listened to the speech and paused it with every line and wrote it out and had it on my year 12 diary. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah, I did <laughs> that. Where he was like, Are you a dreamer? Oh, times are hard for dreamers. You know, that one. This is the most the, exciting the, the ga- time to be alive. See, that
1: was the cool one, where, Like <laughs> he's, because that one's felt a bit more connected to this. Because uh, there is like a protagonist who's like, like, sort of this, just this guy who's meeting with all these people and like he's trying to wake up and he, that can't seem to to wake up, and it's got this element of like talking about lucid dreaming and stuff. Yeah, and that that dreamer speech, I enjoyed that one. Hmm. But there's like it was very hit or miss. Like there was like every third one, I was like, oh, I'm actually really paying attention. I really enjoy what this person's saying. Like, yeah. So a mixed bag.
3: Yeah, mixed bag.
1: Yeah.
2: Did you like it on a visual level?
1: No.
3: Did, it, I feel <laughs> yeah. like um, rotoscope is not. People don't really like it.
1: I yeah. actually, I've been like playing with rotoscope. Really recently. So
3: it's fine when you do it, but (laughs) award winning Richard (laughs) Linklater.
1: Like, I I just, there was, there was like, it felt like, I, I don't know how to say it for people who don't play around with like programs, but like, there's this program called, um, that was Macro Media. It's it got bought up by Adobe. I'm not even. Up <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: I'm so bored. <laughs> I'll
1: just I'll just
2: cut to the chase. The film's hideous. All right. So, did you think this was a better movie than Soul?
1: so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from thirty dollars a month to
0: just fifteen dollars a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash switch. Forty five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
1: Hmm. It it definitely gave me a lot more hope and uh, like it was more more uplifting than so I I found so much more depressing. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's funny how, like, I was just like, I'm going to recommend an animated film. And then really when you get to drill down into the narrative or lack thereof, um, it is kind of this existential meaning of yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. It's thing. very connected. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, I reckon I did. Yeah, I the reckon I had a t- time with this book. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, so... <laughs> whatever, bullshit. <laughs> Go yeah. and
2: watch Zombies. All right. Um, well, I vehemently disagree, but um, to each their own. Um, <laughs> well, right. it wasn't
1: recommended to you, <laughs> was it? Yeah, so I guess my opinion doesn't up. count. It just doesn't count. <laughs> yeah.
2: Finally, we have myself. I was given the TV show Mission Hill by Brendan, who recommended it on our Brother Bear episode. In oh, you
1: sh- found which episode I recommended it.
2: Oh, didn't you say it was Brother Bear?
1: Well, you went through, uh, you went through a few of the animated ones. You went, it wasn't the animated ones. And so I went through every single one that wasn't animated to find it. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
2: So it must have been, look, we're just going to say it was the Brother Bear episode. <laughs> well, it
1: was the, it was the Brother Bear episode because it was a, it was one about, uh, it's a, sh- it's a show. It's animated and it's about two brothers and, uh, that was the connection. Yeah. Brother yeah. Bear. Yeah. So, it's
2: actually a pretty good connection, but Brendan's connections are so fucking tenuous. <laughs> it's so hard. I should really write down, like, a make a list of what we recommend in every episode so I don't have to search through every time.
1: I, um, I listened to Bad Johnson twice because I was like, I swear <laughs> I connected it to Bad Johnson because there's that um flasher guy who, like- he oh, just yeah. walks past and goes penis, penis 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 penis
2: in the show a nerdy honest student is sent to the big city to live with his estranged brother and his group of eclectic friends so why did you recommend mission hill to me
1: i think it'll be self-evident i i have no idea what you're gonna say but i do i think you're 100 percent gonna be like i loved every moment of this and it hit me in it, all the right spots um i basically chose it because it's a it's a funny animation that speaks of a time that I guess we grew up in or we're in now. Um, and uh, it's really unique. Uh, the art style, the uh, the comedy, I think, still holds up. So I thought you might enjoy it. You love a 20-minute show as well.
2: <laughs> uh, so generally with these uh, tenuous episodes, we have the rule. If you recommend a TV show... We're not expecting the person to watch the entire TV show. We'll give let them watch the equivalent of a movie. Um, so there's one season of this show that went for 13 episodes. Um, so technically, I could have watched four episodes and got away with it. But um, I watched all 13. I really enjoyed mission hill yeah
1: uh, i'm <laughs> so uh, glad too because that 13th episode is a real sweet one and I was yeah like, and really it's like very
2: it. much a, like something that's very much my wheelhouse it's about like a gay couple and the love of movies so it's like yeah <laughs> 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 um but yeah this is a really really cool show and i don't know how it slipped Like out of my periphery, I never really saw a second of this show before this week. Yeah, Um, I've never heard of it. And I did some research, and yeah, it got it got completely mistreated when it got released. The network like aired two episodes, and then didn't show any more for another year, and then showed six more, and then show the end. And so, do you know
1: when it was aired? Uh, It It was was originally during um. Buffy the vampire slayer, and angel, and uh, like it was pegged like pegged in there, and it's just like who who's watching this who would also appreciate this? I'm not sure. I, I mean,
0: I would have
2: been. You yeah. Would have been,
3: yeah. <laughs> That's exactly Paul.
2: And in this, there is one episode where they kind of do a sort of reference to Sarah Michelle Geller. So um, I guess they were trying for that crossover. <laughs> but um, yeah, that this is a really fun show. Um the one of the main characters, uh, the nerdy brother, he sounds so much like it's Pat. <laughs> did you did you c- pick I didn't up, pick on, up that? on that? That's unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> so the entire show I couldn't help but think of it's Pat. But um, <laughs> And
1: that made it warmer to your heart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, boy. Um
2: But I actually I that character did get on my nerves sometimes. Like I Which think that's okay because
1: lo- he's supposed to get on your nerves. He's yeah, annoying.
2: <laughs> yeah. I, I really loved Andy, the main character. I I loved his like the voice actor, the character itself. I love the the two roommates as well, the the stoner stoner slacker guy who's actually uber successful but doesn't put any <laughs> effort into his job. And then like the um kind of hippy dippy girl in the apartment as well. Um this show, um I know Brendan when he recommended it to me, said um, that actually won a GLAAD award at the time for its gay representation, and it is, like, super ahead of its time. There's, like, um, a gay couple that live in the apartment block with them, and they're just portrayed as a normal couple. No one ever says gay jokes about them. They're, um, you know, just presented as a couple, and nobody ever questions it. And, and don't you really love lovely. that it's
3: like, that is revolutionary? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. Um, it's, well, in 1999,
3: it yeah, yeah. definitely was. Yeah, so, yeah. No, completely, um, completely. But, you know. Yeah. like
1: I keep, I keep- I couldn't confirm this, but I keep hearing from sources that it was the first ever, like, gay kiss broadcast. Maybe not on, like, HBO or whatever, but on broadcast television.
2: I mean, technically- the first male-on-male kiss on bro- um, primetime TV was The Simpsons. In the episode, you know, where, where Homer gets the hair serum, Um, he has the- Ah. Hand, yeah, and he kisses his, like, assistant that he gets at the end. That was the first male-on-male kiss on, on TV.
1: I meant, like, a, like a gay relationship yeah. Kiss yeah, yeah, rather than just <laughs> two dudes back and- yeah. But, um, yeah.
3: That were cartoons. Yeah. Well,
2: it's not no, just anything. cartoons and anything. In anything. Mm. Yeah,
1: it's crazy to think 1999.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's animation has broken the ceiling in that like multiple times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gay representation. <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, I really like the show. It's it is a shame that the the network had no idea what to do with it, and it's kind of gone into obscurity. I watched this whole thing on YouTube because it's the only place you can watch it now. Um, but it's very easy to find on YouTube. So I would recommend to anyone like to do that. Um, there's multiple different like orders of episodes. So, like, um, on IMDb and on the DVD, the episodes are in a completely different order than each other. So, um- yeah,
1: cause it did air different like episodes to what was actually planned out and stuff like that. So I think the yeah. DVD is correct. Um, yeah. The unfortunate so- thing it, it, it suffers from, like, the Darius syndrome of DVDs where they didn't have the rights to the music for, for like, distribution, only for broadcast. And yeah. so, a lot of the music that was in that era that, like, you know, made pieces had to be, like, pulled out for the DVD oh. and replaced with, like, generic stuff. Yeah. Um, so, that's a bit unfortunate. But it's still a really fun show, obviously, besides that.
2: Yeah. Because, like, yeah, Daria, Freaks and Geeks are two shows that have that. Like, the versions you watch now don't have the original music in them. But they're still good shows, despite that. Um, and I would kind of put this as alongside Daria. I think they're pretty good companion pieces to each other. Um, yeah, and as you said, the art style is really cool. It's just a fun, like, comforting 20-minute sitcom um, I might have to yeah. watch it. Yeah, I would say it's definitely up your alley, Lucy. Yeah, mm. Definitely give it a go on YouTube. Um,
3: it was really Daria that got me over the line. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so
2: good. And um, mm. I don't know if you guys. Uh, I know, Brendan, you saw the new Beavis and Butthead movie. Um, there yeah, new no. sl- what? Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: Beavis, Beavis and, and Butthead do the universe.
2: Movie. Yeah, and Daria does have a little cameo. So, oh, love I mean. it. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: But not, um, not, not so much that it's worth watching the film if you- <laughs> Yeah. Prompt. <Yeah. Trump's> I <laughs> understand the yeah. Beavis and yeah.
2: <laughs> but it is. I, I had fun with the Beavis and Bird movie. But, um,
1: was there a lot of nostalgia watching this?
2: Yeah, it just- Like I things mean, like
1: bringing up the real world and-
2: Yeah. <laughs> but it also like there is a lot of love for Scar in this show, which obviously, <laughs> obviously I can't, <laughs> um, you know, relate with. I'm sure that was more your thing. I, and that's what I have to say- the end credit song sucks. I don't know if that's a placeholder for the DVD, but it just like for such a funny upbeat show and then it's got this really downer end credit music. I don't know why that was the case, but
1: mm-hmm. um, it's not downer, it's just like some like chill trumpet, you know. Yeah, it's because you're a kind of scar person, you, know. you love that bow. shit. You love bow, that bow, shit. Bow. <laughs> <laughs> um all
2: right, so did I like this more than brother Brother Bear?
1: Ah, that's interesting.
2: Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 I i confidently say that. Yeah.
1: Well, hopefully we'll get a season 2. I like recently <laughs> listened to an interview with the create um one of the creators and they've mm-hmm. been pitching around season 2, which will focus on uh particularly Gus and Wally, the the gay couple um as bringing them forth as like more of a main character um mm-hmm. of the series but it'll also be, like, flashbacks to, so like, sort of them leading their lives now and, like, you figuring out what happened with some flashbacks and stuff like that. So, Ooh, I'd, sounds I'd interesting.
2: I would definitely watch that.
1: Me too. All
2: right. So, now it's time to decide what we're going to inflict on each other next episode. Mm-hmm.
1: Can I make uh, Lucy watch Mission Hill? <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, no, no double ups. Uh, uh, Lucy, <laughs> you have me. What are you gonna yes. give me?
3: Um, you're gonna watch About Time. Oh, exciting! Yeah, I think you might. I've been like meaning
2: it. to watch this one. Yeah. Do you think I'm gonna cry?
3: Um. Yes. Yay!
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yay! <laughs>
3: but like in a like a lovely way, you know?
2: Yeah, I'm. I'm always up for like a you know a cry that. To get those emotions out. So. Oh, my God. I don't want to bring
3: it up again, but I always cry in School of Rock. And we just watched it the other day. Um, I just cried so much. I just cry so no. much in School of Rock. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great movie. Mm.
2: All right. Uh, Brendan.
1: Yes. Oh, <laughs> what, would, what am I recommending? Uh, well, <laughs> uh, because I, I <laughs> listen to every single recommendation uh <laughs> Part of our episodes recently, I recall Lucy being very interested in a film called My Blind Brother. And so I'm recommending My Blind Brother to you.
3: I do not remember that, but sure. <laughs> uh,
1: it's a sort of a fast, um, starring Jenny Slate and Adam Scott and Nick Kroll. Uh, it's cool. about uh, a, a brother who's, um, who is, uh, sorry, blind. It's about a guy whose brother is blind. <laughs> <laughs> and uh Jenny Slate starts uh dating uh dating the the non-blind brother and then accidentally ends up in a relationship with the blind brother and it but it's this sort of funny, hilarious love triangle.
3: Okay, cool. I love Jenny Slate, so that's yeah, cool.
2: That's what
1: you said during the episode. So yeah. I hope you enjoy.
2: <clears throat> Ooh, so uh, I think there's a very good chance that Lucy's gonna love my blind brother and I- I'm gonna really love about time. So we need some <laughs> conflict on this
1: episode. Paul, you remember I have loaded in the, in the, uh, what's it called? In the recommendations, uh, a cure for insomnia. You remember that one? Yes. 52 hours. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I well, also have I'm- a six hour Beatles documentary ready to go. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well,. I don't care. I'm going <laughs> to recommend.
3: Worth it. Because
2: last episode I recommended this film, and you seem interested by it, so I think you might you might like what? it. What? What?
1: what did you recommend last episode? Teen beach movie. Uh, <laughs> uh... <laughs> Damn! I, hope I was hoping I would get
2: that. <laughs> well, you're welcome to watch it as well. Um, I mentioned that it's a Disney I've, Channel. Uh, I've
1: already seen it. No, you haven't. Uh, <laughs> I mentioned
2: it's a Disney Channel um, original that's like about some teens that are sucked into like a 60s uh, beach party musical. And you mentioned that you love the music of that era, which this film like ate. So, um, and it stars uh, Ross Lynch from your favorite movie, Status Update. So, um, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's my fault movie. for
1: showing, for like throwing any, any bone towards <laughs> Paul. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Um, So yeah, that's going to be a fun one About Time, My Blind Brother And uh, Teen Teen Beach beach Movie movie. Teen Beach
3: Movie,
1: yay (laughs) (laughs)
2: Alright, well Thanks for uh, another Really fun Tenuous Swap episode Until next time Don't be a piece of shit On the ground, DPW And review us on iTunes or Spotify And I was Paul Mitzi,
3: I was Lucy Thomas
1: I was Brendan Levi.
3: <laughs> Teen Beach movie. Yeah, bye. bye.
1: Bye.
2: The Sweptcast podcast is recorded in Adelaide, Australia. It's hosted by Paul Mitzi and edited by Brendan Levi and Paul Mitzi. Our theme song was written and performed by John Marco of Two Creative, featuring Lucy Thomas, and recorded at Browntown Studios. Our music bumpers were created by Reggie Parker. Contact him on ParkerRegMusic at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.